It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Brooklyn Cafe studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe on a beautiful Thursday rainy afternoon. I heard we have Hurricane 13, 14, and 15 on the way. I don't know what happened to 9, 10, and 11. Or 12. Or 12. There's a 12 <laughs> in there somewhere. But get ready because here it comes. And we have also a surprise guest in studio. We do. No, none other than Hurricane Steve-O from New York South <laughs> is in there. That's where I brought up this. That's where I brought Steve-O's up this in the story. house. In the, his house. How hey you guys, guys doing? Slick and Vinny. Slick and Vinny. We're on the air. Guys, woohoo! Clap if you hear me once, twice. We're on the air. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, I'll get later. Thank you very much. It's all good. I feel like I'm back teaching school. You, know, teach, you, <laughs> you were a teacher? <laughs> yes. I would have loved to be in that class. Clap once if you hear me. Clap twice if you hear me. Clap three times. That's like what I'm doing. But first, they have to hear me. You Happy see, Thursday to you. In New York, you never said clap. What'd you say? No. Shoot. Right? You never said clap. What'd you say? You heard a clap on your hand. But <laughs> <laughs> so if you can hear me, you got the clap. Uh-uh. Oh, that's kind of scary is all I could say. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to Brooklyn Cafe. Thank you to all the people watching. You got Europe watching also today. Getting closer and closer to getting that done. Do you know what happened to the crew in Europe? What happened? They got sick. Hmm. And I didn't know this. And it sort of decimated the whole production system that we had cooking up over there. Wow. So they're coming back. I got an email this morning. They're Good. coming back little by little. Good. Um, but a lot of exciting stuff going on that's going on. We got the Puerto Rican piece coming Tomorrow. Out. Tomorrow. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. How do you say the name of the city? Fajardo. Fajardo. Which is the city. You know how I remember that? That's where Gloria Estefan, her... Husband is from. That's right. Gloria Stefan's husband? Really? The professor's from Fajardo? He's not. I thought he was Cuban. <laughs> and she is, yeah. I think. I don't know. Anyway, I think she, I think that's where they're from. Anyway, yes, tomorrow from Puerto Rico. He's running for mayor of Fajardo. He's going to win. And he's not even the guest. His wife is the guest. She's a matchmaker, but they're in Puerto Rico while he is running for mayor. He's been there for two years, really campaigning and doing it. And he's she's based out of Miami, but they're going to be there. Coming to us from PR tomorrow. He is going to win the election. That I can put my finger on and tell you. Pretty cool, huh? He's going to win. I thought you would like that little piece. Steve, have you ever been to Fajardo? you ever been to Puerto Rico? Yes, my wife's from Puerto Rico. Old San Juan. Oh, you ever been deeper into the country? Like a Yunque, Humacao, Fajardo? I went to a place on the opposite side from San Juan. It starts with an M. Mayagüe. Okay, that's where I was. <laughs> Steve Spanish is like mine. Okay, <laughs> yes, sounds good to me. That's on the West Coast. Yes, it's, it's on the West, West Coast, Coast, yes. I got family over there as well. 
And then you have Ponce. You ever been to Ponce? Ponce was the town that was devastated by the earthquake. Yes, I understand. I, I never been there, though, no. I, I went there, and I went to old San Juan and San Juan. That's that's. So you stayed in old San Juan? You like it there? It was, it was nice. It was nice to see where she grew up. You know, we walked her street. We actually went into her childhood house. So it was kind of cool. She went to high school in Puerto Rico? Yeah. What school? Did she you didn't know? move here until college. She went to a, um, I don't know the name of it, but she was a ballet. So she went to a ballet, a school ballet. Um, it was very few, you know, maybe under 500 kids. What would you call it? She's a ballet? Yeah, I think As that's. As in ballerina? Yeah. Okay. So They're laughing in there because you talk like Freddie. Is that, is that, is that the word? <laughs> that is a word. I understand you. Ballet? Right. Of course. <laughs> hey, when you have more than one, when you have ten, ten fish, what do you call it? Fishes. Fishes. That's all. And Hector calls it a school of fish. Fishes. How <laughs> fishes. How about multiple octopus? Octopuses. Uh, octopuses. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually found out it's octopuses or octopi, but a ballerist? Yeah. Ballerina. Ballet. That's what it is, a bunch of ballets. Oh, babe, if you're watching, you know what I meant, too. We're cracking up because you and Freddie, you guys talk the same. Yeah, it was. that's what you graduated from. I got to tell you, New York, the New York non-accent, when I listened to Natalia Levy, now she's Russian. She speak, Then she moved to New York, so she makes sauce. I said, I've never heard a Russian say sauce like Freddie does. She well, laughs. She cracks up laughing. Oh, does she live with New Yorkers? I'm sorry? She's Did from she, Brooklyn. She's from Brooklyn. Oh, there you no, go. No, she's from Russia. Yeah, Natalia. she's from Russia via Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> Natalia's from Russia via New York, via back down to Tampa. She calls him sauce. And I crack up laughing every time I hear her say sauce. My wife, who actually is from Puerto Rico, right? Now, we're together going on 18 years. She's picked up my accent without even realizing it. So <laughs> everyone always asks her, what part of New York are you from? And she's like, I'm not from. <laughs> <laughs> well, why? You don't have an accent. I don't have an accent. No. Not at all. Neither do you. Neither does Hector. <laughs> well, we don't hear it like they hear it, no, I guess. I don't even hear it. Yes, you are. But we're excited that we have you joining us. Can we get a, we have a three spot or we've got Hector in the two spot. We're making ice cream and we're making it early in our show because it takes two hours to freeze over. So now our picture of well, our he freezer. Started. Well, that's why we're going to get started. <laughs> now our freezer picture will actually have some. Is ice cream considered food? All right, so now we'll have another dessert in our freezer to go with the espresso tequila and the vodka and the ice cream and the candy bar. So we're getting close. It's healthy, though. Actually, it's a good recipe. It's much healthier. I mean, nowadays, the recipe is called nice cream because it's nice, because it's supposedly nicer altogether, but also because it doesn't have the same amount of sugar and fat, the sugar and fat you would have with regular ice cream. How are you going to do this and hold the mic? Do you need Vinny's assistance? Uh, I haven't thought that through. All right, so Vinny, why don't you go hold? Try, Vinny I'll try this. All right, that works. Can you hear me? Yeah, Barely. No, we hear you. I know, sir. I know, sound operator, can you hear me? Yes, do your yes. thing. They hear All you, Hector. Thank you. All right, so what are we doing here? All right, so first, what you're going to need is, is basically half-frozen bananas. These have kind of defrosted a bit. Now, I got a question. How do you freeze a banana? In a freezer. <laughs> it doesn't explode? Why would it? Okay, not, considering that when water, free, water freezes, it turns, it hardens. Right, hardens, but it so expands. That's like what color it is. Can um, it does expand, but it's not the same way as a rapid, it's not the same way as a rapid expansion. There's oh, no you know what he missed? Energy is be, being sucked out, not, rele not released. So it won't explode. 
it won't explode. Now, if you deal with, a can with anything with compression, of course it'll explode because now you're decompressing. Which That's is why we took the peels off. But I want to, oh, there no, you go. That was the answer I was looking for. Also, taking, I gotta, the peel, I also taking, taking the peel, you don't take the peel off because it'll explode. You take the peel off because it'll stick to the, it'll stick to the white That's part. I was wondering how you got it off. Mm -hmm. The other question I had for you, why yeah. is it that a banana expands, but cold shrinkage happens? I don't get that. It's called, thermodynamics. it's called thermodynamics, Freddie. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, I missed that in school. You think a banana expands? Yeah. Well, certain things, ex well, certain things expand when you, when you freeze them, mostly because when the water hardens up, hardens up other, things, other things just start taking its place. And gotcha. again, I'm not a scientist. Uh, scientist or a physicist, but this is just what I remember from high but school. But you got the blue. mad scientist glasses on. I like that because food is because food is because food and cooking is technically science. That's right. But when you go to the pool, science works against you. All right. So how many bananas do I we have here, Hector? That's where you I was leaving it alone. <laughs> you need about to make this recipe. Two or th two or three bananas work just fine. Depends on how much you want to make. All right. So we're putting putting in two or three three now frozen first bananas. No, first one I'm doing is cutting them up. It's cutting them up, up because it's a lot easier. Because it's a lot easier to blend, I guess. All right, so let's put those in the blender, and what comes next? Well, once I'm done cutting up these, you put all this in. You put all this in the blender. It's a paper plate. What am I doing this for? <coughs> I hope you guys tested this blender, because you know blenders have a have a tendency of going really haywire. Make sure you hold the lid on that thing. Well, I'm going, right. well, this is Don's blender, I think. Yes, I think, it's, has I think it it's missing the middle part, though, on the I top. know, there's okay. a reason for that. And I don't know if it's on. No, she doesn't know she has about that machine on in 17 years. Actually, that's not true. This blender is pretty much how I sustain life out of this blender. I know, it has so many settings. Sustain I've never seen life. settings on a blender before. This, you've never seen what? So I many settings? settings? I've never seen settings on a blender before. This blender makes my soup. This blender makes my protein shakes. This blender is pretty much my life-sustaining force right here. So now I know, we can yeah, only make I ice know. cream nice with blender. it. So be careful because that's now what if I'm <laughs> continue. Now if, I, now if I can continue before everything starts thawing out. Yes, please continue. Yes, please continue. Okay, now what you need is about roughly cups worth of milk. Now, rather than put it all together, you just do it little by little. Slopping it up, just to get, just so we can tell how much we need. Nice and soft, a little bit of extra milk. You want to get this at least as close to the consistency of a of like melted ice cream as you can. This is like a smoothie so far. I'm all in. Because if okay, because that's kind of it's hard to talk when this thing's going is activated. I realize that, but again, but because Don's right, it's it is kind of like a it is kind of like a smoothie. Or at least it is until you freeze. Until you freeze, then it's freeze, and then it gains the consistency of a sherbet. That's supposed to go and set. Never. But the reason that you want to put just small amounts of coconut milk is because water freezes, and too much water makes it. And it kind of kind of makes it harder, not nearly as fun, fun to eat. And you do want this to be more like ice cream, more like ice cream, don't we? They say it looks like it's gravy. Oh. No, it's actually going to be ice cream, guys. Right now, this is what we have in my arms. If I can get closer to the 
screen. This is kind of what it looks like right now. I don't really know how to better do this. But yeah, it's gonna look like, it's gonna just gonna look like somebody blended together a banana smoothie. No problem. Because now, this is when, you, now we have it like this, this is when you start adding, adding what you want your flavors to be. And so far, I've never heard anyone complain about chocolate. That's why I figured it's a universal flavor. Yeah, it's like, van it's like vanilla and strawberry. strawberry. There's so much you can work, there's just so much you can do with these flavors. Now, in terms of measurement, you want to use at least two teaspoons, two, tea two or two, three teaspoons, well, table, no, wait, yeah, that's called tablespoons, <laughs> my mistake. I get those two things confused. But since we don't, since I didn't bring in my measuring spoons, we're going to have to use this, and I figure this... Is a heaping scoop of cocoa powder. I'm scared, yeah, I'm scared of the fan. I'm scared of the fan starts blowing stuff around. Just put it right in. Okay. And this is just how much, this is just how much chocolate you want this to be. This is going to be chocolatey no matter. This is going to be chocolatey no matter what. So shout out, the guy who said gravy is actually a chef that I know. Awesome. Bob, uh, Bob Courtney. Bob, I never know how to say your last name, but you know what I'm saying. What kind of chef is Bob? He's the chef at the Delray Beach Golf Club. Oh, okay. So. Come on. What did I tell you? Done yet? And I think we're and by George, I think we've got it. Awesome. See now to me that's good to serve right now. I agree. It's, it's good to drink right now. It's good to drink right now. Like any, but then again, you can technically drink melted ice cream now, can you? Yeah. yeah. Technically, you could drink melted ice cream. All right, that's easy enough. Okay, it is easy enough. Three ingredients, perfect for me. So. And it's healthy. Right now, this is what you got. I lost so, a whole bunch of ice cream. It looks melt. Looks like again, it looks like a smoothie, and, and it looks like melted ice cream. And if you want to drink it now. I'm gonna drink it now. You can feel free to drink whatever left over once we put it in our containers. Oh, no, you wanna you wanna eat it like ice cream. You wanna enjoy the the Dunkin'. Uh huh. You need to freeze this. You need to freeze this stuff. You ever notice that New Yorkers when they eat ice cream, the pinky's always up in the air, right? Well, same thing when we have the cappuccino. Same thing with Is the coffee. Is that a New York thing? With the little S cookies. Remember the S cookies, the Stella Door? Yes, yeah, the Stella yeah. Door. You know when they have cello doors and they put like a little white stuff on it, like a little sugar on the top? Oh my goodness. All these things, all these throwbacks. It's the ice cream. Me and Freddie live on throwbacks. I know. we wish we were back there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? What yeah. I would do to go back. It was fun in the day. All right, so this goes in the freezer for two hours, then we get to eat it? Two, three hours until it is, until it is the, soft, the soft, delicious consistency of ice cream. All right. The colder, like I said, the colder you have your ingredients, the less time you need to wait for it. What I like about it, it looks like pudding. It does, doesn't it? I love when people make cakes. And I say, here, you can have the cake, just give me the frosting, the but, pudding. If you really, but, if you need to, but if you need to satiate your sweet tooth right now, 
I did bring I did bring what I'm now going to refer to refer to as the Mexican uh, refer to as Mexican tea time cookies. Which are just I call them surprise bite when you swallow. That's a point. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, I'm gonna tell you that is unbelievable. That cookie. Surprise when you swallow cookies. That's what I call them. <laughs> I have never in my Sorry. life swallowed such a surprise. It's like, have you had a cookie? Don't. It's not a nine o'clock show. <laughs> have you had a cookie? Are you Evo, have you had one? Selena, yes, I had have one. you tried this cookie? So like, have a cookie. Try a cookie. And then we're going to have Vinny yeah. set up for this day in history before we go to commercial break. That magic happens when you swallow. No, don't go away. <laughs> the magic happens when you swallow. <laughs> Try it. I'm serious. Take I a bite. Lost, I have lost so many dates that way. It tastes great. Wait You've till you lost swallow. so many things Wait that way? Swallow. Nothing. And How long does it take you to swallow a cookie? Jeez Louise. She's chewing. She's, chew yeah. She's chewing, Freddie. Give her some time. Mexican tea time cookie. They melt in your mouth. How do you like that? <laughs> That's why it's called Mexican tea time cookies. Mexican tea time cookies. All right, where are you doing the stay in history? What? Where? We're going to go to commercial break when we come back. Before we hit our rejoiner, you'll do the stay in history. We're going to put the ice cream in the freezer and come back and have a little chit chat with our friend. Mr. Steve O'Flattery from New York Sounds as we roll into our Thursday. It's not even throwback. Just going to have a Thursday kind of National Radio Day kind of day. Kind of, yeah, today's National Radio today's Day. Today's National Radio Day. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Stay tuned. Give us a call. 888-994-4995. Studio A. And if you want the recipe, contact us. Three ingredients or less right up my alley. And we'll be right back. Or not. Or not. All right, we're just going to go to commercial break. Let's go to commercial falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it does it make a sound have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard and you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen it's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power a platform to embrace your hopes dreams and your visions a voice to heal and restore your voice can make a difference we have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. Admirers, connoisseurs, and enthusiasts of the art world. Witness a visual spectacle like no other. 
Come visit the Gallery at the Theater, one of South Florida's best-kept secrets. Located in the heart of Boca Raton, the Gallery features a diverse catalog of sculptures and paintings by world-renowned artists. But that's not all. All of the art is showcased in a live studio setting, home to South Florida's very own Brooklyn Cafe show, starring Dawn and Freddie S. And to top it all off, our collection includes signed memorabilia from some of the world's most iconic names in sports and entertainment history. So come on over, enjoy a cup of coffee, and experience the magic of the gallery at the theater. Located at 2400 Northwest Boca Raton Boulevard in Suite 13. Or give us a call at 888-994-4995. Hello everybody. And today in history of 1976, there is an unmanned U.S. probe going around Mars taking pictures of everything Mars related and then find a proximate close place to take a close picture of it. The same day it landed, it took a very close images of what Mars looked like, a dust red, almost barren place. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, Back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. And we're back at the Brooklyn Cafe. Show. ready to drink that ice cream? I feel like that's a smoothie that we're going to freeze. Yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in. can make all kinds of things with that. Maybe we should get a blender to keep here. Do you like soft-served ice cream? Or the regular ice cream? I like soft. Yeah. What are you? I, I think I'm the Mr. laziest Softy. eater. Remember Mr. Softy used Softy. to come by? Mr. Softy, the truck. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he say Mr. Softy? <laughs> Mr. Softy. Say Mr. Softy. Mr. Softy. It's a saw. It's an oar. Spell it. Softy. S-O-T-I-E. Say saw like when you, a carpenter uses. A saw. A saw. It says the same thing, but it's spelled differently. Softy. Softy sounds like a saw. What is it with you? Did they have Mr. Softy down here? We had Dairy Queen, I think. I don't find Mr. Softy with Dairy Queen and and soft ice cream. The softy kind of thing is all I can tell you. I don't like soft ice cream. You don't? You like like a hard hard scoop of ice cream? Really slick? A slick as, yeah, I I know. Soft or hard slick? Yeah, he's Mr. Gumby over there. He likes You like rum raisin? Oh, I haven't had rum raisin ice cream since I was a kid. Is Mi- there rum and rum raisin ice cream? I know that sounds sure. silly. There is. That's really? Oh, we should go get some and try it out. Because alcohol don't freeze. Vinny's like, oh, God. You know, Mr. Softy had the cones. <coughs> So you got a vanilla cone or you got a chocolate cone? Or, if you remember, they had the cones with the two. Then they go into the two. And you can have the twist. Yes. Yeah. Now, what, li- what people don't realize is they came out with a three. Oh. But it wasn't in every borough. And it was short-lived because they were losing money on 
giving up too much ice cream. Tell me your favorite cone. Is it the cake cone or is it the that harder cone? Sugar cone. Yeah. The cone. The cone. Oh, you like the one that. You know, there's two different kinds of cones. There's that. I don't like cones. You don't I mean, like I cones? I throw them away. Really? <laughs> you guys like cones? I like bowls, like waffle bowls for like a Sunday. Yeah, figures yeah. you like balls. The waffle right? bowls are I the original. <laughs> are those cones? Are you but like they're not soft cold. balls. I know you do. He likes soft ice cream with balls. That's what he said. You know, like the nutter no, butters no, used like, to have uh, just like, the bottom. I don't because I would rather eat it with a spoon because it gets it gets too weird when, with the with the cone. And so I'll just I'll I'll eat it with the I'll eat balls. So let me guess this right. You're yeah. eating soft balls in a cone, <laughs> and that's weird. No, and that's weird. In a cone, waffle Not you. Cone, that's weird. I got it. Okay. Waffle cone, preferably waffle cone. Waffle cone. The waffle, waffle cone. cone, and then there's the cake cones. Yeah. But you know, the bottom of the waffle cones. Remember in the ice cream truck, they have a gumball at the bottom of the of the cones, yeah. so the ice cream w really wouldn't melt. So that last bite was the gumball. No, that was on a an ice cream. Uh, like a frozen treat in the middle, it had the frozen gumball. But at the bottom, they also had the bottom of the cone. I guess it wouldn't leak out when it melted because the ice cream always leaked through the bottom of the cone by the point you got to it. But then, but then they got smart. They put the gumball in the bottom and it had, or a marshmallow would hold it from leaking out. Now, in the day, we used to give the, the gumball to a girl that you liked. Remember that? I used to give the whole cone, but anyway. No, I had to eat the cone. <laughs> you know, I mean, like you would think much. in a hot state, I feel there's more ice cream stuff up north. Yes. Yeah, I there mean, is. I mean, Friendly's. Yeah. They only came down here recently. I mean, Friendly's has been around forever and a day up north. You know? Steve, you'd be like the perfect ice cream truck driver with your music <laughs> and New York sounds. You got music and you got ice cream and you yeah. got Slurpees. And can't you just see Steve having like a whole party in an ice cream truck? You park the truck on a palm tree and eat the whole thing in there. So you you can have, have a whole over. party out there. You just drive through the neighborhood. You get ice cream and music. It's like an all for one. You play it, the thing on the outside and idea. you go. The way things are going, I might be. You may be having to do that. <laughs> but think about that. Remember, we were going to have the Good Humor truck, and they were like six dollars in ice cream. No, the Good Humor guy wanted a lot of money. I know. To show up. That's here. what I'm saying. I said, "What happened to my Good Humor guy? I used to chase you with a quarter." He says, "Hey, no, you're going to need more than one quarter now." Right. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a whole thing now. I could wear my wife beater. Jeez. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> there ain't nothing like a wife beater with ice cream. Oh my God, you guys are so sick is all I can tell you. <laughs> but that's what we used to do in the day. But I'm excited. You want to share with what we're going to do with Steve-O? You want to make this announcement well, no, a little bit? No, I'm going to let Steve-O make the announcement. We got some exciting news. You want to circle your calendar so for the days. we are in the middle of beginning, actually, um, planning a virtual show, a virtual concert um, with, with different artists and different DJs that are willing to participate. Um, all for a cause, um, we, we met a young lady who is a single mom um, that has two children, um, don't really have much family here because they're away, I think, in Ecuador, excuse me if I'm, I'm wrong, but I know another country, and her five-year-old, unfortunately, has cancer, and this woman is at wit's end trying to make ends meet, yada, 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 um, so Amit Knightley and Brandon River, we uh, we joined forces and we're going to create a show and try to get some funds to help this lady out um, at the same time of promoting what we do and joining the virtual 
times that we live in right now. What kind of concert is it going to be? Is it all DJs? Can we have singers? No, Can there's going to be singers, there's going to be musicians, and there's going to be DJs. So it's a whole different. And then we're going to have sponsors that are going to have certain spots that we'll talk and commercialize uh, in the middle of each act. But uh, it'll be a 30-minute act. They're only get 30 minutes. Right now we got 12 on the board. And uh, we might have a headliner, which I'm not going to say who it is right now. So it's going to be a six-hour uh, concert? We're going to go for four. I so that would be, sorry, you're not Freddie. I can't tease the math on it. But if you were Freddie, right. I would say at a half hour, at four hours, we're at eight, not 12. You're, you're right. You know, sorry. No, no, she's not right. She's <laughs> not right. Because I understand. <laughs> we start with four, and, and we don't care if there's 50 people. Well, because day. you're going to have so many people. Yeah, so so I just want to know how many we can get. We can get them all. If, and if we have to go over time, we will. Because we got, we got our own platform, and we are testing the platform as we speak right now. So our we're show is airing right now on it. It's sharing on it. Where we're on it, and we are testing it to make sure that it works. And we are going to be putting links all over the place so you can li- you can go right into this, into the deal right here. And there'll be a, a small fee for to raise some money because we are doing it for, uh, for a good cause. But it's all going to be there. And if it's if they got who knows I me, mean, you got twenty people. That well, you're going to have so many people that want to do this, and this is just the first. So if you don't get in on this lineup, and I always say to everyone, send your pitch and let us know what we're doing, and then we're going to do it again. Well, I was just going to say, you know, I haven't even mentioned it on social. This is the first time I'm mentioning it live on air. I just spoken to a, a, a handful of people, and I've already received over 30 phone calls of other wow. people who want to participate. That's what I'm saying. Um, so to everyone that maybe I haven't got back to yet, but, you know, we are going to continuously do this and look for different causes to create other shows. So everyone will have a chance to be on and That's participate. right. Don't panic because, I mean, the first one is always the one that has the bubbles in it and everything else. we got to get all that out. But this could be... This could be the new thing. And you see when I were talking, when you decided to flutter away. <laughs> and we were talking about, because remember on March 13th when we were at Meisner Park? Uh-huh. And we were sitting in the back before Hector sneezed and we all <laughs> ran out of there. We were sitting in the back. And I was thinking, because Steve and I have talked about doing different things on a bigger platform. And we're going to do that bigger platform because Meisner is closed right now. We're going to do it virtually. But when we get back, because we will get back, can you imagine doing this thing for different reasons on that kind of platform? Mm-hmm. And what's nice is you can put sponsors. Some mm-hmm. of our sponsors, we can do Gubba Rum in between segments. We can do Healing Moments. We can do Karma. We can do all of our sponsors between it and the amount of visibility. It's just a whole other level of visibility that they're going to get. And that's why I would go to no one else besides I love you guys like family, but you guys do have the platform. You have the right people in place that we couldn't create such a successful show. I mean, you guys got great sponsors that I've had the pleasure of meeting and working with and everything else. So um, I think this is going to be huge. I think it's going to be something that's, again, we're living in the virtual times. Um, <coughs> so we're just. It's great that we can do it. I would, it's this great leveling ground that we get to do. And everyone stay safe. You do it from your garage or wherever you are. <laughs> I'm assuming Amit and Brandon are going to be participating as well. Amit and Brandon, yeah. They're actually going to be hosting it with me. Um, and uh, DJ Furious just purchased a studio down in Plantation, which tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, your boy's going live. We're going live from the studio, our first show from the studio. Where's the studio? In Plantation. Where? You I've don't know. I grew up in Plantation. It's in a secret oh. location. 
undisclosed location. That's where it is. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let. I'm you gonna guys, send my parents over. I'm gonna let you guys in on a secret because um, production-wise, we'll talk about this. But I may want to remove that set there and park Steve-O there to do this particular deal. Okay. Because I think that the interviewing process will be a whole lot easier from one location instead of trying to go back and forth. And sound is very, is very challenging when you have music. And that's one of the reasons that we're testing the platform because you want to get it right. And it's funny because having him here, this interview process and the other things that we do here, we've been working on the sound. And this is not as easy as people think mm -hmm. it is. You know what I'm saying? So we want it to be perfect. And of course, when we get to perfect, there's always that. I call it the slick difference now, because you want to get it better. Um, so we may, there's a few things that I want to talk to you guys about, about changing it up a little bit, mm -hmm. but I want to do some promos on this thing. This is a great cause. And there's a lot of causes out there right now. There are so many. So many. So many, yeah. I mean, look at our community, how it's affected autism, how it's affected kids, how it's affected cancer patients, how it's affected, affected, affected. There's a lot of courses out there, and we're trying to keep the course down so we can help out those in need of helping. Just like peanut butter and jelly. Are we doing that tomorrow again? We can. I would love to do that again. Absolutely can. But we have to find a different drop-off point somehow. Why? Well, you're making peanut butter and jelly No, the drop-off point is fantastic. Do you want to continue there, or you want to take it to another place? I know they accept it, and I know they're easy, and I think okay. they disseminate it throughout the, the community. I just have to get bread. I've got peanut butter, and we've got jelly. And, Tomorrow and we've got I, chocolate I'll in the go, freezer I'll also. I'll get the bread because I know how to count to ten. <laughs> I can go do it in between shows today. She goes seven loaves. I ran out. Ten. I ran out of um, fingers to hold the now, loaves of bread. Did you hear this story? <laughs> no. She doesn't take a cart. I don't like to take a cart when I go into the stores. Why? So it's because of the COVID. Yeah. Because she's paranoid. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's whatever she can carry. And also because. If I can carry it, I'm going to get in and out a whole lot faster. If I take a car, next thing you know, you're one aisle and another. And what happened to me, I didn't take a car this one time. I went to Publix, and I was like, Steve Martin and the jerk is what I always say. I'm sorry. I start in the fruits and vegetables. I get a few things. Then I find some chips along the way. They market. I'm the perfect marketing person to market towards because I know exactly how to get me. The chips and the salsa, and then I go down to get something else, and there's a big thing of toilet paper. That was when there was no toilet paper. I pick up the roll of toilet paper and the salsa, smash, all over aisle 10. And you see this red salsa everywhere. Yeah, like, that's oh. when we're in the store, we hear clean up in aisle 10. And pretty much you hear clean up in aisle 10. <laughs> but see what, she brought in five uh, jellies, five peanut butters, seven loaves of bread, and a whole bunch of stuff. How the hell can a human being carry all that? How'd you carry all? I would have loved to see it. Like she this. did it, yes. Yeah, and did then, it. And, and I actually sent them outside to get it. And the loaves of bread you can't really carry them because they get smushed. So you know where the twisty ties right above. You can sort of clip it between your fingers. So you've got like three here, and you got three here. So you're good on six. And if you overgrow that, that's why I end up with six loaves of bread. So you got three like per finger, and you're good to go. But I don't get this. Wear gloves if you're that paranoid. Yeah, I didn't think about it. Sanitize your car. Well, we got sprays. Well, Publix is good at sanitizing their cars. I'm the opposite. I, I get a gallon of milk, I get a car. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm worse than you. I get somebody two bucks to bring the car over and put it in there, and she takes it to the front. So today we'll go back over and get. And I should have. I went to the grocery store this morning to pick up the ingredients for the ice cream, and Hector still had to go because I picked up the wrong ingredients. Yeah, but you didn't take a car. I did not take a car. So there was no way you were going to carry bread. Pretty much the truth.
It's hilarious. But they did that nice job last week. We gave up 55 sandwiches. sandwiches. I ate one, so it was 56. So we'll be doing that again. If you want to do it again tomorrow, we can like do that. I would like to do that again. I think, I, and, and there were some people, if you want to help us do this stuff, you want to donate anything. Any kind of sandwich they'll take. They'll take anything. You just got to drop off, and maybe we'll put you on to help us make them. Any kind of sandwich. And the drop-off is at St. Gregory's Episcopal Church right near Meisner Park, 12 o'clock. If you get there before, you're going to wait till 12. They're very efficient. They, you open up your trunk, they take it out, they say, thank you very much, have a nice day, and you go on your way. And now she knows what it is because she's an Uber driver. I know um, exactly. Now, I wanted is. to bring up a real, because Steve was in the house, and he's a good guy, and he has a good sense of humor. I wanted people to brand their sandwich. It's a good idea. So the Steve-O New York Sound Sandwich, what would it look like? Uh, it would probably be an Italian sandwich. What would you put in it? Salami, prosciutto, provolone. Jesus Christ, that's an expensive sandwich. Okay, so you would <laughs> put all the meats, and would you put tomatoes and lettuce? Um, I know this is going to sound weird. I love tomatoes, but I don't like eating tomatoes on my sandwich. It soggy's the it bread. soggy's the bread. But I like soggy bread with vinegar. So I always get the oil and vinegar on the bread, then the meat, and then I run it through the garden with lettuce. So I'll you don't it. put mustard or mayo on it? There's oil and vinegar. Really? So there's a whole science to your sandwich making. We yeah. should do a segment with Steve-O on sandwich No, but that's making. an up-north thing because everywhere I go, Jersey Mike's or Publix, and I tell them oil and vinegar on the bread, they're like, oh, you're from up north. Like they know. But I like the oil and vinegar on the bread and then on top of the lettuce. I like the, you know. I gotta tell you, I'm a little envious of all of you guys because you, act, you truly enjoy food. Well, look at the size of us. You enjoy, enjoy food. but look at Slick. Slick enjoys food. Look at his size. That's what I'm saying. You enjoy food? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Slick yeah, enjoys course. his food. You don't enjoy food, don't you? You have to enjoy it. I kind of eat just to eat, not because I go, oh my gosh, but it's a whole psychological no thing with me. She says to the bird, let me have some of your bird food. <laughs> it's it's pretty food. much so you just don't pass out and you keep going. But wow. I'm envious of people who truly enjoy the process of making food. Even a sandwich, eating food, I think it's I, amazing to me that I, people I love actually eating. I love, love eating, eating I love, food. And it goes down, I love that. And Natalia, too, she loves preparing food. Teddy made the soup, she said, amazing. Preparing is one thing, eating it. But the whole sandwich, we should do a whole sandwich What's your, What does the door sandwich look like? Here we go. <laughs> one bread. I know it's only one bread. I would guarantee Folded. it's one bread. Remember when we were short on bread, it was like... One bread folded. If you keep it open, though, then it takes about five seconds to eat. What's your, what's your sandwich look like? It's really not a good sandwich. Come on, look at the camera. Tell me what it looks like. Something it, healthy. It's, it's not even a good thing. I take, like, a multigrain bread, and I love that one bread, that bakery we went to a couple years ago. I can't find it anymore, an organic multi -grain bread. Multigrain bag. Keep going. <laughs> Mustard. Don't procrastinate. Mustard and a couple slices of turkey, maybe lettuce and tomato, if I'm actually that motivated to open the drawer and put it out. Otherwise, it's turkey roll up with maybe a piece of cheese and on my way. Now, maybe three slices mustard. of turkey. Yellow or brown. I like the brown. You like horseradish? I love it. Are I used to love Arby's. I used to love all that horseradish on Arby's. I mean, I used to love food. We and got the meats. Pretty much. Like so all my childhood was about eating. How come I can never get a straight answer from this woman? So you have a piece of multigrain <laughs> bread. Turkey. E turkey? No, you're going to put the they're gonna put the mustard. Yes. And, and you want dark mustard, light mustard? Dark, like the 
Grey Poupon type of mustard. Whatever, Grey you Poupon. Grey Poupon. And you're going to put turkey? Uh-huh. And what else? Kind of put cheese. Maybe a half a slice of cheese. I try to stay away from dairy. A half a slice of cheese. Half a slice. A whole, you can't do a whole slice. So please cut that cheese <laughs> in so half. So enough for the color. And give the other half to the poor. <laughs> what do they do with the other half, right? For the next sandwich. No, that's why I love when I go to For Publix the next sandwich. And I hear people going, can I have a quarter pound of turkey, but, you know, sliced thin, you know, or give me a third of a pound. Like or three slices. Like, I'll have three, three slices, slices of turkey, right. <laughs> I swear to God, I would smack somebody. Okay, so you got your turkey, <laughs> you got your mustard. What else? Maybe lettuce and tomato. Half a slice of cheese. Half a slice of cheese, lettuce and tomato. If I'm lucky, there's lettuce and tomato. If not, that it's is just the saddest sandwich <laughs> I have ever I heard know. in my life. I, that's what I'm telling what you. What's the matter? With <laughs> you just don't even put two slices of bread on. Well, but then the I'll go and have a cookie. You ready for this, Ben? Yeah. There we go. So my sandwich begins with a foot long. Okay. Okay, because you got to have bread. You're going to open that bad boy up, and I want extra mayo. Because you gotta have you got to have wetness to this sandwich. No now, you remember the cartoon Dagwood? Dagwood? Dagwood. Blondie and Dagwood, yes. You used to yes. make a sandwich this big? Right. Ain't got nothing on Freddy in there. I want every meat you can think of. I want roast beef, and I put ham, and I put turkey. And you got to put it along the sides, because the cheese has got to go in the middle. Preferably two cheeses. Even three if you got uh, if you got them, and then I tell them take the tomatoes, put them on a napkin, because I want all the tomato juice out of my sandwich. I hate it when the tomato when they get soggy makes it soggy. If I wanted a soggy sandwich, I would, I'd make it myself. But remember the other day you asked if someone makes you the food, does it taste better? Always. So if you actually <laughs> made me a sandwich. I would eat it because it would taste better than yeah, if I took the energy to do it. Not gonna want. How do you know? Because my, uh, when I make a sandwich. But maybe I would think it would be absolutely delicious and I would eat it. I just wouldn't make it for myself. You're going to let a Puerto Like Rican spaghetti make and meatballs. Like if you, made, if you brought in your meat sauce, which I know you're known for your meat sauce, mm. I would love it. But I wouldn't go make it for myself. But I would love to eat but The thing is, when you're cooking, I feel. Like even when I make a sandwich. I mean, I'm putting one cold cut on the bread and one in my mouth. So like, <laughs> one, two. Right. So one, two Three, three. four, five. So when you sit and eat, you don't enjoy it as much as because, you know, you're eating throughout. You're focused on I making make dinner it. and I serve my family. And I'm not really hungry because I've been testing the food to make sure. That, you know, so. Now, I'm going to give you the best Italian sub you ever had in your life. You do meatball and spaghetti, right? Mm -hmm. You take mayo, you put it in an Italian sub. Right, you open it up. You take your meatball and spaghetti oh. and you oh, wait a minute. You put it in there and you take mozzarella and you put it on top and you put it and you, you heat yeah. it up. I'm gonna tell you something. If you don't like it, I'll give you fifty bucks. It's anything like that is delicious the guest is on? Okay. That is I had this in New York in New York. I had it in Brooklyn. And I saw that guy and oh my god. I've never had anything so delicious in my life. Now, you ever have a Puerto Rican sandwich? What's a Puerto Rican sandwich? Oh. They put rice and beans and some meat on the sandwich. Seriously? Pernil. Really? And no, I have not. put rice and beans in it? <laughs> in New York, there were bodegas. They were like Spanish delis. They call them bodegas. In bodegas. Oh, I used to live with those. I can tell you, Las Fadas has amazing subs. And they tell me V&S Deli over on Federal, they say has unbelievable food also. That's what everybody says. First of all, if you go there during lunch, you can't get in. 
VNS is I've had parties catered from them. V it's Vinny and Sal's. It's 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 amazing. Where are they located? On Federal Highway, right before you get to Galena. It's funny, you and I we were at Mad Robot the last time we were there. It was in November, I remember I was so sick. And you went in and you got me a soda because that's oh, when the I... Oh, the guy in the corner. That's when I think I had COVID, but COVID didn't exist in November. That's his painful And you went thing? in and you got me a soda and a cookie just so I wouldn't like... And I think you may have even walked in. I was asleep on the couch before the shoot. Oh. <laughs> and that was where V&S was. Everyone right walked there in there, are you corner. okay? And I'm like, I slept. We did the shoot. You got me a soda and a cookie and I went home. Yeah. Chicken wow. colored palm is what they're known for. You really? have a chicken color palm there, you'll never have it anywhere. Now, will you ever go to Publix and pick up the um, the chicken? Uh, the rotisserie chicken? The chicken sandwich. What the chicken tenders? Oh, the, the chicken, chicken tender. tender sandwich. <gasps> oh, my God. I put God. buffalo on it and ranch. Award winning. You guys are hilarious. Award <laughs> I had one. They brought it to me at the radio station. Linda brought it to me. I threw myself on the floor and I was thinking, no, thank you. <laughs> so much for being vegan, huh? Well, you know, there were times you have to be. <laughs> and there are times you say, hell, that stuff. <laughs> Gotta eat this bad boy. No more vegan. Slick, are we throwing this over to you in the next commercial break? Mr. Hector, I'm going to get Hector delicious, set up. In the delicious aspect about food is that it's never wrong. I wanted to ask, Vinny, hmm? what does a Vinny sandwich look like? Because I'm really intrigued. Does it have pun in intended or pun included? Meatball, a meatball sandwich. Mm. A meatball sandwich. You put cheese in it? Oh, definitely. Do you put just the, the red sauce on it or do you? Like I put red sauce and cheese and meatballs and heat up in the oven, make it look crunchy. Really? Yeah, it's delicious. Have you ever had a seafood sandwich? No. Seafood Wait, I lobster, did. Wait, shrimp. I remember years ago, I ate a lobster sandwich. I really did not like it. it made really? me feel sick. It's like, it's like the cold sandwich of like. No, you can heat it up too. It was like a lobster restaurant like a lobster number roll? back in downtown Delray. And have you ever had a, a table? They put newspaper on the table and you boil, you do a lot. What is that called? A boil? A, a, lobster. Seaf a seafood oh, boil. Yeah, yeah. And they throw all the seafood on the table. I, I took Freddie with me. I was invited at Pamela's house and we had it. And they had all the seafood just out on there. And they gave you a hammer. A fork and a knife. You and you just took whatever was there, and you hit it, and you ate it. And you crack it. Yeah, Rustican had that. That sounds bomb. Seafood boil. It's the most expensive meal you've ever seen because you got to have all this seafood. And you have no idea how much you're going to eat. No, but you can eat until the cows come home. And they had corn. Have you noticed you never get full when you eat seafood? Stone crabs, clams. Oh, or you oh never get full. You just stop eating at some point because you can't afford it anymore. <laughs> But seriously, it never fills you up. You ever eat at that clam place off of 95 up north? I think it's in Boynton. It's like the clam house or whatever. The, oh, not they that. closed down. Did they close it? Yeah. Oh, you went in there with the man hammer and you yeah. hit the crabs? Yeah. Crab house. Yeah. Oh, no, the crab house is still there. I'm talking about the other one in Boynton. Crab house is off Lantana and 95. Right. You There's one there? like, it's There's called one something train station. Well, it wasn't a train station, but really well known for their seafood. I can't remember the name of it. I'm pointing in like and they federal. Chose it? Up in Lantana? I don't know. We gotta find out. All right, Stage, you're gonna stay with us? Yeah, yeah. I'll be here. All right, we're gonna kick, send this over to Hector. Then we're gonna head over to commercial break. We come back, we've got a guest joining us from the Study Lounge over in West Delray. What an amazing concept and so timely. So another Holly will be joining us. Send it over to Hector and hit a commercial break.
tip about common laser besides what better what better options for any post surgery post surgeries treatments and health related health related stuff that can be treated but with lasers it's the best option for at Carmen Care Advanced Laser Therapy. Our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561 561- 405-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. We are on fire. So let's spread your business like a wildfire. Spotlight your business, ideas, and events through our Brooklyn Cafe TV channel on Amazon Fire. Contact us at 888-224-5422 for more information. Let the whole town, even the whole country, know your message with a click of a button. Together, we ignite. Kids for Kids Ministry, the vision is to see children in Haiti emerge from extreme poverty into an extraordinary destiny in Christ. The problem is the orphans in Haiti lack clean water to drink and food sustainability. These children need art-integrated education, medical needs, shoes, clothes, a lunch program, and teacher salary aid. The mission is to sponsor local leaders in Haiti to support them in the care of orphans and vulnerable children. In January of 2020, Kids for Kids traveled to Haiti to visit the orphans at their home and at their school. The school has now grown to 30 children attending daily classes, but there are many things to improve upon. To help us or to donate, contact Patty Paget at Kids for Kids Ministry, 561-876-1710. That's Kids for Kids Ministry at 561 561- Eight seven six one seven one zero. pizzeria of the brooklyn cafe show they have amazing deals great food and an even better customer connection their owner nico runs the friendliest and cleanest pizzeria for miles around with their pizza made with whole wheat gluten-free cauliflower crust and traditional new york style you can't go wrong plus all the extras like salad and chicken wings they are a family-run business with a great atmosphere call today to order your pizza and tell them the brooklyn cafe sent you at 561-961- 4163. That's 561-961-4163 for Pizza District, the official pizzeria of the Brooklyn Cafe Show. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. 
Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. You got all that? Are you exhausted? Nope. I got to tell you, remember when you weren't here on Tuesday? Nope. And you asked what Tuesday was like? Nope. Tuesday was like today, except you've taken over all the phone calls, so I've been able to go around in circles. Steve and I apologize. Freddie told you I have about a 10-minute attention span. It's about three. And it's not that I have a three-minute attention span. There's just 30 other things to do in I the next seven minutes. I said 10 minutes, first of all. You did. I said 10 seconds. <laughs> That's pretty much it. But I got it. I got to the point. I And we go. But Business Kitchen was great today, so that's what we were in the middle of doing when we came in to announce this new PPV, pay-per-view, PPV. PPV. So there'll be a small little gate on it for people to participate. Yeah, we know it's all worked out. We got it ready to rock and roll. We just got to get the clock in, the the elements, how we're going to do it, staging, things of that nature. For all of you out there who think that you just throw that kind of production together to do it right, and to get it to where we need to get it, we're going to need a little time to do that. So maybe they, maybe we'll do it in September? Yes, we're looking at mid to end of September. Yep. Nice. It's creating a new platform. Maybe Labor Day weekend might be kind of Or within that, not the weekend, but or maybe the weekend. I don't know. Within that time frame of people sort of have this mindset of looking, something's happening Labor Day weekend. Well, the, the bottom line here is a, a lot of people go away for Labor Day weekend. I would probably do it afterwards. Afterwards, but after that date. Uh-huh. But uh, it's a good sound off because we're going to need to talk to the people that are going to be involved. You know who mainly want to be involved is Bombshell. Sure. They were here yesterday, and I I mean, they got some sound going on in that crew, and uh, we could bring them in there as well. You're going to have a lot of people that are going to want to play in this game. Yeah. You know, so we just got to figure out how that works. And see how that happens. So stay tuned for more information. You can contact us. You can find Steve-O on Facebook, social media, every which way New York sounds. Give us a call, 888-994-4995, Studio A for the Brooklyn Cafe Show. And we have a new guest joining us. She has been on the line patiently awaiting a new concept in helping your kids in school. And I think this is amazing. So let's bring over Holly Streamer of the Study Lounge. And there she is. Happy Thursday, Holly. Happy Thursday. How are you? So nice to meet you. We're doing great. Look how beautiful that is. Oh, thank you. This is interesting. How come I feel like I know I've seen Holly? Holly, have you been on the news recently? Uh, not to my knowledge. <laughs> I don't know what news you're watching. Uh, no, I did a, a couple of Facebook Lives, but um, that was about it. Holly, tell us about the study lounge. The lobby looks spectacular. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It is spectacular. Um, We're 4,000 square feet of space located in the beautiful Delray Marketplace. We are an exclusive spot just for middle school and high schoolers. Um, We offer academic support. We offer a social setting and just the coolest space you'll find around. It was modeled after, um, you know, the workspaces of tomorrow with educational principles of today and just the result is outstanding. The way we work is- uh, And you're brand new. Yeah, we're brand new. We're opening on the 31st um, when Palm Beach Public Schools open. Uh, We were planning on opening pre-COVID as an after-school homework spot, you know, give kids a chance to get all their homework done. We have tutors roaming the floor, uh, a little bit like, um, like the Genius Bar at Apple, that style. 
and uh, they can get any help they need in all different subjects. That's included with membership. Um, and just, you know, be around kids their age. Now with COVID here, we're uh, changing our hours to be open from 7.15 in the morning till 7 p.m. at night so that we can, you know, have kids here for distance learning so they don't have to sit at home in their bed anymore. And what makes the study lounge different from other places where you can get tutors? Well, we're not just a spot to get academic help. We're here for the academic piece of a teenager's life, but also for everything else. Uh, we believe in addressing the social needs, the emotional needs, and really creating a stress-free space where kids can come in, take a breath, relax, and get ready to learn, um, you know, do what they need to do. When, they're, when they have that peace of mind and just can let the stress kind of roll off, it's so much more conducive for anything they need to do, whether it's, you know, homework or taking a class or, you know, whatever they, even if they're just chatting with friends. And only so it's a place school? that you want to say again, only middle school and high school, only middle school and high school. Yeah. And why is that? Well, uh, it's twofold. One middle school are tough years, right? I used to say even on a good hair day, middle school is a challenge. <laughs> So these kids need some help. You know, it's kind of a, a, a quirky stage. Uh, they're done with the elementary school academics. They're moving and seeing other kids, changing classes a lot. So uh, the curriculum's getting more intense, so they need that academic support. But also socially, it just becomes a little bit of an awkward age. They're starting also to pull away from their parents a little bit. They think they're grown-ups. The parents still think they're little kids. So we're here to give them a space to spread their wings and just be a safety net for them. You know, have adults watching over them, but give them the chance to feel like they're on their own, making their own decisions and being independent. Well, here's uh, as far as high question. school, yeah, the yeah, go ahead. question, Holly, is how do we keep it clean and safe under all um, the precautions? So true. And, you know, I'm an educator, but I'm also a parent. And that is first and foremost, you know, in my mind. Uh, safety has always been an issue. Um, I live in Parkland, so school safety in general is such a priority. And now compounded with COVID, uh, the study lounge is taking so many steps above and beyond. We have um, a QR code that kids scan when they come in. They take a COVID questionnaire, including having their temperature taken. They sanitize their hands. Once they're in, we have plexiglass everywhere. We can fit plexiglass, three-sided plexiglass on the desks. We have uh, plexiglass on all the tables. And we've also installed hospital-grade UVC light fixtures, which I think really sets us apart, even from uh, some of the private schools that are opening. Uh, those are designed to run consistently. They're proven to kill uh, MERS and SARS, cousins of COVID. So it's really just one more extra step we're taking to, to make sure that the kids and the staff and everyone is safe. And is it open? Can people just come? You have memberships. How do they sign up and the next step? Correct. Yeah, so we work on membership here and uh, membership comes with its privileges. It's open Monday through Friday, 7.15 to 7 p.m. Kids can come any day and every day stay as long as they want. Um, that includes their uh, academic support from our tutors that are roaming around. We have full creative classes that are also included. We have a Team 101 with executive functioning. 
and ways to handle stress. We have songwriting and sign language and meditation and just some really cool things. So uh, we invite parents and kids to come in, take a tour, get $50 off your first month's membership just for stopping by and sign up. We do have limited membership, but we have some spots left. We're limiting it to 50 kids during COVID just to make sure we can social distance and keep everybody safe. And I have to tell you, the membership price is unbelievable. You have, it's a monthly price? Yeah, it's a monthly price. It's $2.95, and that's for the month. That gives them access five days a week, the full day, um, Monday through Friday. And I didn't mention, we're also open Saturday nights from 6 to 10 p.m. for movie nights. So parents, if you want a date night, drop your kids off, let them have fun, watch a movie with their friends, safe, socially distanced, and you guys go have fun. And it's all included, $2.95 a month. Yeah, that's what some people pay for one hour of tutoring a week. And kids can have help five days. I remember my kids needed, you're going to laugh, Spanish tutoring. And when I would pay the Spanish tutor every week, by the end of the month, it was far more than $2.95 for the month. And that was just for one subject for an hour a week or 45 minutes a week. I believe it. I know. This clearly didn't start after March for COVID, right? So you knew this was happening. You were opening as a study lounge before COVID. Yeah. What even yeah, we were the opening. thought process to do something like this? Well, I've been in education for over 25 years. Um, I started in New Jersey, not maybe far from New York there. Uh, <laughs> you know, into Florida, public school, private school, middle school, high school. And I've tutored, you know, more hours than I can ever count. And some kids just need a little bit of help. But what I've found is they really need that safety net. They don't need a crutch. They need just someone to kind of be their cheerleader, show them some examples, give them some positive reinforcement. And that's really what we're looking to do. You know, our goal is to have kids come, um, get their homework done, go home, reclaim their, their night, their time with their family, take that piece of stress from their lives, from their parents' lives, and just let them, you know, enjoy their time at home, knowing that academically they're where they need to be. They got some time with their friends, you know, hopefully we'll get to a point again where we put down our devices and start engaging with our peers. And that's really what was driving the whole, the whole idea behind the study lounge. Just bringing kids together and really taking care of them in every aspect, academically, socially, and emotionally. Well, you know, what I like about it, I just did the math. For the month of August, if you have six days a week and you divide that by the 295, it works out to $11.80 a day which is nothing. Yeah. But what I like about this like whole setup nice. is that kids right now, they're, they are so stressed out with what's going on around them. I mean, all of a sudden walking down a school hallway can be dangerous to your health. So they, there's all of this worry. There's all about going home, getting mom and dad and grandma and grandpa sick and everything else. That it's kind of cool that you go into an institution that if you need tutoring, it's there. I mean, I wish yeah. I, I wish I, I knew you when I was in, in <laughs> elementary and especially in high school, because how did we get help? I used to call Juji. I used to call my cousin, <laughs> who is worse at it than I was. That's why I don't know my consonants from my continents. <laughs> but it's true. But yeah. now you're tutoring, right? You get also to socially distance for some friends, because you know your friends are probably going to want to come with you as well. So you get a little bit of that as well. And if you can't do calculus, like I had a hard time, or geometry, you're gonna get the help. 
And the kids get to socialize with each other, and that's what I like. And I'm, I'm over the word pivot. So, Holly, yesterday I declared no more pivoting in business, right? It's time to get right. our businesses where we need to get them, whatever that looks like. And you totally yeah. took this concept and you made it work for you. What did you think in March when things started shutting down? Where were you in the process of creating the study lounge then? We were um, just uh, starting to finish up our build out. And, uh, you know, it was, it, it really just caused us to, to stop and, and think what was going on. And, you know, again, the concept was to bring kids together and we just had to rethink how to do that safely. You know, and, and we looked into all the possibilities and, you know, we went with the, the physical barriers of the plexiglass. We went with, you know, the, the science behind the UVC light fixtures and just never giving up on this idea that kids still need to be around other kids. I mean, I saw with my own daughter who's 16, you know, she was getting depressed being so isolated and it, it's a terrible thing. It was difficult. It's difficult for adults, but for kids. You know, their their social support is their world. And, uh, you know, the, the one positive that came out of it is I think they realized that being on screen with each other is not is not a substitute for it. So we're just hoping to, to give them back a little bit of what they're missing right now and just enrich their lives that way. And we have the video you sent me. Teddy, do we have the video queued up? So I'm gonna play the video. Um, so let's play that for a couple minutes, take a look. Is there audio to it? I think there was just music to it, wasn't there? Yeah, there's just music in the background. Mm -hmm. right, so let's play that and then we can even talk over it, guys. And this she sent me. Front, and this is the front door. So Holly, this is everyone who walks in and they do this? That's correct. And um, what you can see happening here on the phone, uh, she's taking the COVID survey, but also when they check in, parents get a text saying that your child's checked into the study lounge. Ah. And if they decide to leave, the parent gets a text saying that your child has left. So the Delray Marketplace is beautiful. We've got great stores. We've got Minty's across the way and, you know, other places it's sugar that kids may want to go to. So they can take a break, um, you know, go out, Parents will get a notice they've left. They'll get a notice when they come back. Part of what we're doing here is really trying to build that independence, um, get kids to take responsibility for their actions and make the right choices while they still have somebody keeping an eye on them before they're, you know, hundreds, thousands of miles away at college and having to do this on their own. It's funny. I never we have thought a about whole... letting parents know if the kid got there or left. Yeah. Steve, but you're probably sure. right in the thick of it, right? Thinking, what happens if the kid leaves? Yeah, well, I got, Absolutely. Uh, I got low jack on them. <laughs> <laughs> I got to send the black out But this is what really impressed me when I saw the video is the plexiglass around every desk. That's amazing. And we have uh, our walls are whiteboards, so uh, kids can come, work on them with their tutors, do examples, you know, really make use of the space. And they get to socialize. Yeah. In a now, comfy is, setting. Is there is there areas for the age groups, like seniors in high school as opposed to elementary? I don't even know what age is elementary. This is middle school. Uh, it's middle. School. We start at middle school. So we start at sixth grade and we go up through high school there. Um, no, everybody's just invited to sit where they're comfortable. 
and to get up and move throughout the day. Two ninety five a month. Does that include the tutoring? Uh, that includes the homework help from the tutors walking around. If a child really needs one-on-one -on -one tutoring, that's at a discounted rate of 55 for the hour. Our experience has been most kids just need a little help along the way. Yeah, you need one-on-one -on -one tutoring for a big task or if you're really struggling with the concept. But I think that kids and parents will be surprised at how much they can really do with just a little push, a little motivation, a few examples, and a lot of positive reinforcement. Wow, that is, that's amazing stuff. You got good stuff going on there. And it, it's beautiful. Thank you. And what a great idea, Holly. Steve, Thank how you. old are you? I know you've got kids ranging I got, gamut um, at yeah, ages. Any, everywhere from 27, the twins are 27, 20, 19, but little man is 10. So. Switch the video. Yeah, let's bring it back up. There yeah. you go. It would be perfect for little man. Is he going into middle school? Um, no, he's going into fifth, fifth so grade. one more year. One more year. Yeah. I can't believe he's 10 already, Steve. Know. We've known you so long. He was a little man then. He's not so little he was, anymore. Yeah, he's growing little up. Yeah, a couple of months when I met you. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about this also that I can see, because sixth graders are going to be dealing with high school kids, they're going to want to learn more rapidly. It happened to me. I used to hang out with older kids. I never hung out with people my age. And you asked me the other day, how did I skip the eighth grade? Because I only had my brother and my sister that were in high school, and I used to deal with dumb and help dumb, and I wanted to learn more. So all of a sudden, sixth grade work, seventh grade, that was easy. I found it such a breeze because I was working on high school stuff already. So when you got this formula, and they begin to interact, of course, it depends on the maturity of the kid. I get it. But 90% of the time, they're going to want to learn more because you're creating a, a learning environment, which I think is fantastic. So I just have to ask you, if there is a positive, if someone ends up testing positive in their family, because people are gonna ask us, what happens yes. if? What is your protocol? Let's turn her audio on, guys. Sorry. That's okay, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, that student will be um, asked to stay home and, and quarantine for two weeks. Uh, but while they're there, we have my tutor at thestudylounge.com so they can still get the help they need uh, because they're members. So if they're working from home, they send an email and they can do a one-on-one -on -one with one of the tutors here and get what they need while we make sure that you know they're safe and um, can be symptom-free before they return. Amazing. It's incredible. And you open when? We're opening on the 31st of August. It's right around the corner. A lot, of, yeah. a lot of a lot of debate, a lot of questions, a lot of um, colleges. If you see it in the news, they're shutting it down and going virtual. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I don't understand. There's a lot of things I don't understand. If you're going to open it up, then the way you're doing it to me makes more sense. We got kids that went back to school, and I didn't get it because what's going to happen is they haven't seen each other for months. What do you think is going <laughs> to happen? You're going to have a giant party. And you're going to flip the mask and say, oh, and you're going to hug and hug and somebody's going to take a picture. Somebody's going to take a film. Now everybody's going to pay and they're going to shut it all down. Okay, which is backwards mentally. The, our biggest problem is mental backwardness. The way you're doing it is responsible. It's not a big group. You can have sessions. You have, you have movie night, right? I mean, we talked about this even mm -hmm. in this place. It's like what's old is new again and is going backwards to, <laughs> right? I mean, the big yeah. massive schools and all, I mean, Verde Elementary is near my house. They just built a spectacular, and it's magnificent on the outside. I'm assuming the inside's the same. 
K through eight. And now we've gone wow. totally the other direction. You're gonna hold 50 kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have a ton of space. It's 4,000 square feet, wow. you know, it's, um, it's open setting, but we just felt that that was a good number to cap just to make sure that everybody can, can be socially distanced and, and stay safe at this time. We would rather start small and start safe. And what is the best way for people to reach out to you to get a membership for questions? Uh, you are welcome to go to our website, www.thestudylounge.com. You can check out our Facebook page or you can give me a call. I would love to talk to you, uh, make arrangements to come in for a tour. Our phone number is 561-822-6018. So give me a call and let's see how we can help your child. And Holly, just to let you know, um, if you're looking to do maybe a grand opening or anything, um, I do those as well. Oh, to help you promote you DJ something live and draw a crowd over to you. So. We don't Very want crowds, cool. Thank you. Um, virtual crowd. Virtual, virtual crowd. I mean, I'm surprised that you still have room. Honestly. Yeah. It's because she's not open yet. It's the only reason. Uh, yeah, but even, well, I can I, I tell you, I think you're going to fill up in a couple of days because. Thank you. You know, we're a new concept. Yeah, we're a new concept and we're just trying to spread the word. And I thank you both so much for having me on and letting me do that and giving me a chance to share this with your audience. Now, we thank you. This I see as a franchise. So yeah. what someone tell us a couple weeks ago, Friday, they told us we should buckle up our seat. No, they told us to hold the tail of the tiger because it's going. Buckle your seatbelt because this concept <laughs> is going to be franchised because this is now our normal. So thank you so much for joining us today, Holly. And, and I would bet you, thank you. Oh, what's today, the 20th? Yep. I want to have Holly back on the 27th. Okay. And I want to talk to her. I bet you she'll be sold out by then. All right. We'll bring her back. Holly, thank you so much for joining us. Are we sending this over to anyone for commercial break? Slick? Yes. Here's Slick. It's, 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 it's a great concept. I kind of like it. I like the way they're going about putting it together. And, man, they didn't leave any stone unturned. It's beautiful. On and they spent some money on this stuff. You see the, the things around her? And they, they got the, 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 the lights. They've got the UV lights, and I met Holly yesterday, and she's joining us today on set and and just growing the message. They're about halfway sold out, so if you're interested, you got to contact her. That UV light, is that a Cucciofrito light? Yeah. It is? Mm -hmm. What's a Cucciofrito light? Really? Mm -hmm. So if I put Cucciofrito lights in here, I'll be good. It, it, it's like this blue light, right? Yeah. And, and first of all, it doesn't give out heat. No. So that's first of all. But anyway, even besides the COVID situation, right? The concept is incredible because what's everyone's biggest problem? I mean, especially like, you know, is the aftercare. You know, yep. like sometimes I'm networking during the week. People think I don't work during the week, but I do. Um, and my wife's a teacher, so she's at work. But I have to stop my day every day at 2 o'clock to go pick up my son. You know, so this is something like even for aftercare. And yeah, 259, think about it. On, a, on an average aftercare, with no tutoring and no, no you're paying 150 bucks a week. A week, not a even week. a month, right? A right. This is 259 a month. I know. I'm, I'm kind of worried. They're going to be open for 295 a month. How are they yeah. going to sustain all that for 259 a month? Is 295 I mean, a month. But a they're month. limiting to 50 kids, so I get that. But like Dawn just said, I could see franchise. I mean, this to me is like, I, and just in my head, this is a franchise boom ready to go. 
It's a, it's a built-in package, it's a built-in model of a pod group of 50 kids. If you don't have 4,000 square feet, you take 2,000, you've got 25 kids, you still do the math. And what it's doing for the community. And you and got a movie night? Right? Got a movie night on Saturday. Now, it's located where? Delray, Delray Marketplace. Marketplace. The movies where you always go to, where you used to where go Where Frank's to. Theater is. Atlantic Frank's Avenue theater. by Lions. Oh, I know where that is. It's over there. Yep. Yeah. It's a great location. It is. Wow. I wonder if Frank's is even open anymore. No, all the Nothing's theaters are closed. All right the theaters now. are closed, yeah. right? That's interesting. Wow. You know, something I had to go out there. You know where that guy with um, the sandwiches, Joseph's and stuff. I was just going to say there. Joseph's Market. That's why I shopped. They yeah. opened up. Are they over there now? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Interesting. Big, big place. You know, I was wondering, because Pam told me her husband, they built it out. And yeah. I didn't know. I know the one from Boca hadn't quite moved over to the mall yet. No, so Boca's still in uh, Town Center. So I was wondering where they opened And this is across the street on the outside of Right, from Joseph's. Frank's. Not in, not in that mall. It's not in the mall. It's on the, right, it's on the south side of the street. It's a wow. great concept, the study lounge, and it's beautiful. Holly Steamer, you can find her on social media. You can find the study lounge all over social media. It opens on the 31st. They have a couple spots left. It is totally, you can do monthly membership. You are not committed to a yearly contract. Try it out for the month and see how it goes. Get that groove on. All right, we're going to go to Slick. Hang it, out, hand it over to Slick. Being that, you know, we're on quarantine, guys, I would like to promote Amy Minty and her latest book, For Surper for Gamble, mostly on the male perspective because, you know, some of us are staying home and taking care of, like, nieces, nephews, or your own kids. So you can unwind after, you know, you do some math problems with Amy Mincy's For Surper for Gamble. And For Surper for Gamble is a spicy book, so I wouldn't have anybody near you, just yourself and a glass of wine or rum, and stay tuned for some more Brooklyn Cafe TV show. Amy Mincy combines the hilarity of For Better or Money, the eroticism of For Love or Sanity, the mystique of For Sink or Swim, and the suspense of For Sex or Revenge, making her fifth novel, For Strip or Gamble, her best to date. Get your copy at amyminty.com or amazon.com. Get yours now. I look very snazzy right now. say guys healing moments wellness boutique specializes in integrating scientific and ancient therapies to relieve physical emotional and psychological distress through the power of touch coaching and meditation clients experience pain relief relaxation healing and detoxification Contact Healing Moments Wellness Boutique at 561-931-2187 and experience Boca Raton's Healing Haven. Enjoy the benefits of an individualized treatment plan to help find your feelings of peace, complete balance, and wellness. Call Healing Moments today, 561-931-2187 and be rejuvenated.
Spotlight your business, ideas, and events through our Brooklyn Cafe TV channel on Roku. Contact us at 888-224-5422 for more information. Let the whole town, even the whole country, know your message with a click of a button. Pioneer with us. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. You know, I was thinking in the day, I can imagine hanging out in a place like that. I mean, I'm thinking about 16 different ways of doing it. There's so many things to do. I really see this as a franchise opportunity that... Sorry, Holly, this is what my brain does. It just takes businesses to another level. But she's got it. She brings it. She brought it. She created it, the build-out, the attention to detail. Nice job. I spoke to her yesterday. She said, i got to go back to Home Depot because just when you think you've built out this business and things shift, and now look what you have to add lighting to. You have to add the UV lights, and those are not inexpensive. The plexiglass on every desk, not, expens- well, not inexpensive. Out. The sanitize. Everything you have to do now is on another level, but it protects your kids as a parent. Little man, he's not so little, but and going to sixth grade, these are your concerns now. I mean, she she beat out the schools because, you know, my wife being a teacher, I get to hear all the conference calls and, like, all the behind the scenes. And when they would think about putting the kids back in the classroom, right, A, there was no plexiglass that was going to be involved. They were going to put, <clears throat> and I'm so happy in a way, even though a little man is miserable home. <laughs> he's miserable with life. But, again, keeping, a, keeping them safe, right. the school was going to put tape on the floor in a box. I saw it. Around that. the desk. You saw that? Around the desk. And you have to stay in your box. And then lunch, no more cafeteria. They were going to eat lunch in the classroom. I heard right? that, too. So they're in that box all day. Then they get to go outside for 30 minutes, but the, even the playground is taped off. So they couldn't go near each other. They couldn't throw a ball to each other because they couldn't be contaminated by wow. one another. So I'm like, it would be like a punishment if they went to school that route. I mean, the steps I've seen her take, I mean, again, round of applause to Holly because she really thought it out. And it, I would feel safe sending the little man there. And he would feel yeah. happy because he'd get to meet people he that are his socialize. peers. I mean, my kid, I mean, he plays two sports at the same time. Plus, he's never in the house. He's always, you know. So this was a whole culture shock for him, because now he's like indoors. And I'm always against videos, you know, gaming. I can't even get mad at him right now, because what else is the kid gonna do? I mean, this is such an incredible <laughs> concept, and this is the new concept: these pods, these these group learning for school. But now to take it with tutoring, because you figure at middle school and high school they can go online and they can get their coursework. But they need the extra help, that extra attention to keep on track. I was laughing when she told me yesterday that you, you get your nights back. You go home at 7, you have your nights back with your family. I'm thinking of you and me. Nights. We leave here at 7 only because we're supposed to. Or I leave here at 7 because I'm supposed to leave here at, at a certain time. I go home, I work out, and then I'm back to work until midnight. But imagine having that concentrated opportunity to get your work done, 
see friends, and then do what you got to do when you get home. Well, the funny thing is about teachers, you know, they're going on strike. Detroit is going on strike. New York City has threatened to go on strike. I was just going to say New York's next. Yes, because they refuse to put themselves in harm's way. Well, Miami way. did, and they didn't open up. And, and the bottom line is, you know, what I don't understand, maybe you guys can explain it to me, is that we want to curtail the virus. I get it. We want to bring the numbers down. Okay. So let's assume that we bring the numbers down. Then what happens? Do we live for the rest of our lives doing the numbers down? We keep looking at it and it goes up and it comes down. Yeah, I don't know what's I mean, next. What's the end game? The end game is the vaccine. That's what we're so all we're stalling on. for a vaccine. I mean, right now, I mean, it's a double-bladed sword, Fred, to really be honest. I mean, the way I look at it, because in one end, I get the fact that you have parents out there that have to go to work that now has to figure out who's going to watch their kids at home, how they're going to do virtual. And, you know, virtual teaching is not like the kids, you know, especially at little man's age and younger, they need help. You know, so it's not just the teacher on the computer teaching. The parents are right behind them or in between the classes. The parents have to be there, make sure this done, that done, blah, 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 whatever. So it's frustrated for those people. I'm blessed that I get to work from home and network and my wife works from home right now, whatever. But there are parents out there that are like, we wish our kids were back in school because we need to go back to work. What's your wife doing? She's teaching virtually. Is that, and that's, she does that's it what all hour by hour. Time. Does she have a homeschool group, I mean, a classroom that she's no, with all she's day? No, she's going to be online for five and a half hours so a day. So she's live. Great, live, yeah. So it's live. It's not like it was before where you get your assignments. So you're no, live. You're live. And now the teachers have to record themselves during the live sessions. So if a kid missed it or whatever the case is, they, they leave it on their it. site and they get to go back to the session. What happens if you got to go to the bathroom, if they have a lunch break? What are all the details? I know these sounds like silly questions. You got no like one four or five there. minutes in between. Like, you know, when we were it's in like school, school, when the bell rang, you know, like we had <laughs> in between the bell. So they have that. So it's an hour and then they've got a, a break for a few minutes and they come back. Yeah. Wow. Now, th what grade does your wife teach? She teaches uh, kindergarten through fifth. Wow. She's a Spanish teacher, so she's a specials teacher. So she teaches all the grades. Now, you know, in the day, kindergarten to fifth, you, the class always stayed in the class, and the teacher came in. Right. Well, that's what they do, at least where my wife teaches. My wife didn't have a classroom. She went to each classroom. And the kids and stayed in the And that teacher got a break, and the kids stayed in the class. Do you remember that? Because after the fifth grade, we had to go to the teacher. You had to go to that class and this class. I got well, lost. Up in north, it didn't start. Well, I don't know, but for me, it didn't start till seven. For me, we it was didn't start six. changing classes till seventh grade. For me, it was the sixth grade. So, like kindergarten through six was in one school. You stayed yeah. in the same class. The only time you left the class was for gym, music, and art. That's I mean, right. that was the only things you changed. You went to, but um, everything else they came to you. Now they're changing classes really? very young. And I'm looking at the. F I'm looking at her face. Because I guess they didn't do that down Well, I'm, I'm thinking, but I didn't go to public school. I went to private school, so it was. Well, in the public school. It was, diff it was different, though, but, but so I'm thinking about my kids going to public school. Oh, excuse me. Did they cart them around to their own class? <laughs> I'm not going to get into why I went to a private school, but I went to a private school growing up after first grade. So, so what does that mean? It means that 
we walked around the school and we went to different classes and we oh, did different really? things. You socialize. Oh, we got 30 minutes to have hopscotch. Pretty much. Um, the well, big thing was we weren't allowed to read Forever by Judy Bloom. That was the thing back in the day. So that was like our bad thing when I was growing up. But my kids, they went to Del Prado Elementary School and, and then Omni Middle School and Spanish River. But in elementary school, they would break up, but most of the time they were in that classroom. But they would go out for art, music, library, and PE. And they would maybe go out because then they were leveled. If they were English, they had different levels of English. So you might go to a different English teacher. So they went around to different places even growing up. In PS 109, it was so bad, we didn't have music class in the sixth grade. They did away with it because they needed a room. Well, I'm wondering what's happening with the arts, and that's why I'm wondering, your wife is teaching Spanish. They're gonna, it's going to be a teacher shortage now. You had art in the fifth grade, sixth grade? You had art? Art. I didn't have no art. Music, but... I didn't run into art until the seventh grade. But how do you teach art to kids now online? How do you do music online? How is your wife even teaching these kids Spanish? I guess Spanish, well, Spanish is more is academic. A, I mean, she does a lot of like video clips. She grabs some video clips and this word, that word. I mean, but you know, it's. It, I was just talking to them about things online is so hard because you know you're not getting a temperature feel if you're getting if you're keeping them engaged or whatever the case right, is. Right, you get the it's eyes not like, like say this. You know, you're not hearing them sure. say it. So last year, I remember my wife had to like tell her kids, okay, you have to say two sentences. They had to record themselves, and then they had to email it to her. And she had to go over each kid. That's crazy. You know, so it, yeah, it's... Can you, how do you hear the kids it? when they're on? If I was teaching, and I have 30 bubbles, I guess. I don't know how they are. Yeah, but you Can mute you them, them all. You she mute mutes them. them, right. So but the in the beginning, it's all open. And if you have your hand up, she'll release your box and you can, you know, she can hear you. But health-wise for her, this is a whole lot better. It's a blessing to my wife. It really is. And so. kids aren't talking in the classroom because they can't talk to one another. No, but you know what's funny is, <laughs> and I got to see it because I was, <laughs> I'd wake up. Sometimes I didn't know she was alive and I walked behind her like in my wife beat her, whatever, anyway. <laughs> but like the kids will sit there and eat or you'll see them talking to their siblings. You know, so it's, it's hard, especially in their home element. You know, or staring at a TV that maybe one of their parents are watching or whatever the case is where keeping them Engaged. on that computer. And now my nephew, he's starting kindergarten. And they they want the kindergartners to be online for four hours a day. Ain't going to happen. How are you going to keep that, that engaged? How are you going to keep that? He has attention of, I mean, he beats Dawn. He's worse than Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> 3.2 seconds. <laughs> but you know what's next is Holly's program for elementary school. And that's going to be... That's really where you need this thing. Because the attention span on a computer is the trick here. So you're in high school and college, I get it. They're going to have to do it. K to 5, man, that's a challenge. That's a challenge. And then where do you put them? Do you, but and then you're talking about kids who are always touching each other and wanting to hug each other and they don't understand they can't. So you can't put 25 kids in a room. You can maybe put five and a teacher. And kids are going to hit the keyboard, so I guess you have to have a TV with no keyboard because I can see the kindergarten going, <laughs> you're not gonna get nothing done. Well, you know, kids today though is different from us. We grew up with no technology. You know, like we're learning still at our age. But if you look at my four-year-old nephew, I mean, he does stuff on his iPad and it's, it's amazing. And I'm just sitting there like, how did he do that? Like he changes my phone sometimes 
to things that I'm like, okay, you got to fix it. I asked him, afford <laughs> fix this. <laughs> That's fun. That's hilarious. Slick, we had another commercial break to go to? We have Mr. Vincenzo. Mr. Vincenzo. We're going to go to another commercial break. Hector, can you check on our ice cream? Oh, yeah, the ice cream. Vinnie Boombach. Remember that Vinnie Boombach? Yes. Who's that? That's a New York person. I remember it's a thing. Is that a real person? Imagine if that was really a person. It is. Yeah. Today we have Jay Harmon, 2.30 oh, today. Yeah, he's going to be coming in. He's going to work on his drawing that he's working on, and we're going to set all of that up. We've got a long fun. day today in studio, but it's, uh, Thursdays are always great. We've got a BYOB coming up. Slick at 2.15. So what are we doing over there, Gubba? We're going to send this over to Gubba Gubba. Gubba, and, gubba. and of course, every Friday we've got Casa Mia, sponsored by Gubba Rum, and that'll be tomorrow. That'll be some fun. Always. Oh, and I want to announce we're going to do a new segment, Mia's Tonic. So if you have a business and you call us, I don't. We're going to put the name out there. So let's say it's Steve O's Restaurant. Mia is going to make a an ingredient tonic using Gubba, that it has the influence of your restaurant. So she's going to ask you. What are you highlighting? Are you in meats or fish or whatever? Is it a fun place? Whatever. And she's going to highlight Mia's tonic, and it's going to air tomorrow. We're going to have. Well, the I want a fun tonic for New York South. We should. I'm we sure should create a fun tonic for As a matter of fact, I was going to ask you to be the first one. Absolutely. And we'll put the the whole deal together, and we'll do uh, New York Sounds tonic, and brought to you by Mia and Gabriel. All right. Send it over to Vinny. Hi guys, I'm Vinny Alves. Today I want to talk about Gubba Rum. If you want to get lit, use Gubba Rum. It's smooth. The Gubba Silver is mixed with natural coconut, while Gubba Gold is <laughs> mixed with natural vanilla. It's smooth, it's nice, and good for you. Have fun with that. I'm Vinny Alves, and this is Gubba Rum. Introducing Black Tie Liquors, your one-stop shop for wine and spirit needs. Whether you're looking for an ice-cold pack of summer brews or just to grab your favorite bottle of scotch whiskey, Black Tie Liquors has you covered. Come choose from a wide selection of beers, wines, spirits, or liqueurs. Or if you're in the mood, feel free to grab one of our fresh cigars. Stop by Black Tie Liquors today, located on 5970 South Jog Road, Lake Worth, Florida. Or give them a call at 561-968-0988. Welcome to your vacation staycation. And what better way to kick back than to blend up a sweet pina colada, a smooth mojito, or just a nice stiff rum and coke. If you want true relaxation and enjoyment, then you want Gubba Rum. Gubba Rum is a unique rum infusion. Gubba Silver Rum is infused with real shredded coconut. And Gubba Rum Gold is infused with real shredded vanilla bean. Both are made with certified organic ingredients. Each infused Gubba Rum is 35% ABV, 70 proof, and as we say in Boston, wicked smooth. So if you're looking for the best combination of taste, smoothness, quality, and price, your clear choice is Gubba Rum. If you want that wicked smooth taste for yourself or your vacation, staycation, visit GubbaRum.com to find your closest liquor store that carries Gubba Rum Gold and Gubba Rum Silver. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. The way you live your life says a lot about you.
The way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial providers are known for. And why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. Celebration of a lifetime begins here. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Oh, you gotta love Vinny. That was great. I love it. I love it when they're you coachable. Get lit up, get some gum rum. But he had his name. So I have a qu questionnaire for you guys. I'm glad Steve was here. I didn't know he was coming, but this is so perfect for Steve-O. Things you must try on an elevator. Whoopiness. I was just going to say, yeah. That's Sled? the first thing that comes to guys. Yeah. I'll say the same thing too. Like, you know, depending on how high the building is, being in Boston. Yeah, this the, one? The whoopiness. Yeah. <laughs> this one says the whoopiness. You must do. Meow occasionally. What? Meow. 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 What the hell is that? Like a cat? Like make a sound. Meow. I'll say flatulation yeah. too. Like is flatulation a part of it too? Every like, time you hit another floor, it says say ding. Then here you go. Make explosion noises when someone presses a button. So imagine you do that. Forget the explosion. Your flatulation flatulation noise. Every time you press the button, you like let this noise come out. <laughs> he likes that. So you're coming. You're going as you go by a floor. You fart. <laughs> or you or you go ding. Every every you hit a button. It's like a. Uh, it's like when you pull your finger. Yeah. It's kind of okay. Fun. So let me get this right. A woman. You're in the elevator with a woman. Oh, she uh, women are going to do this. <laughs> this is not a woman that, kind of thing. That would be. That'd be dangerous. That'd be dangerous. Well, this is what made me think it was Steve. What you're talking about at school. Draw a little square on the floor with chalk and then announce that this is your personal space. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever noticed when people are going to go in the elevator and they go, no, I'll take the next one. There is no next one, lady. This is the elevator. No, I don't want to go in there with you. No, you yeah, know what facts. I hate when you get off the wrong floor and then you're like embarrassed to turn around and you're like. 
<laughs> like, oh, this is fifth. Do you talk in elevators when you go in? Depends on the person. Yes, correct. You, you talk to who? If, if you're stranger? in, if you walk in with somebody you know, if you go in an elevator with a friend, if you and Steve walked in an elevator, would you talk in the elevator? All the time. My wife tells me I talk to the wall, so, you know. I yeah, but you talk to yourself in third person and yeah. lose your argument. I get it. I get Chuck it. used to um, get mad when I would go in an elevator and talk. And I went, and what's the problem? Why can't I talk in the elevator? You're not supposed to. Says who? What unwritten rule is there that you cannot you talk? recently in? or before? Before I was 53 and I spoke my mind, but yes. Yeah, you can talk to people in the elevator. <laughs> <A true laughs> now network, I do what I want to do. A true networker like all of us. I mean, you Everyone. talk. Like I said, I talk to everybody. Yeah, if I go to the deli and I ask for a pound of... So it's going, you know, and I before you know it, I get to know him well, by name. That is your elevator pitch. That is exactly yeah. the time. That is why it's called an elevator pitch. Oh, there you no, go. it's called an elevator pitch because an elevator from top to bottom, it takes six, 26 seconds. So if you got an elevator with someone on the ground floor and you went to the top, you got 26 but seconds. But you got to talk to them. Idea. That's why it's called elevator pitch. But you got to talk to them. If you don't yeah. talk to them, where's your pitch? Yeah. Okay. We should right? do a challenge okay. like that. A and like get a hidden pitch. camera on each of us. And we go into an elevator and record the whole session. That'd, That'd be, be hysterical. Funny. Your yeah. elevator pitch. We could create a wooden box, and that's a make-believe <laughs> elevator. You got 26 <laughs> seconds to make your pitch. Like your phone booth. It's funny. In the day, we used to do that to ask a girl out. We had 26 seconds in an yeah. elevator to ask her out. See? It works. And you got slapped a lot. There's your <laughs> elevator pitch. It's like you talk in the elevator. Um, I feel like it all depends on the vibe, just like Steve-O says, like, it all depends on the person because some people are like so antisocial. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to force it. You know, I actually get so. in the elevator and I talk just to annoy my husband. <laughs> just to see if he's going to say something Who or you not. Talk to in the elevator? Whoever I want to. Whoever comes, whoever comes <laughs> in. Like, if she goes to like third. your bathing suit. What floor do you want to get off on just to bug him? It's because I also, when he lines his, silver, his coins up on the counter to annoy him, I just mess them up. So I'll go I, into an I, elevator just to talk to people. Oh, she must be fun to live something. I've done that. You never, and let, me get, and let me get this right. If a woman's wearing a bikini and Steve and I walk into an elevator, are we allowed to say, mm -hmm, I like that. Uh, well, bikini. not quite like that, but you go, nice Not like that, like but like, shoes. you know. Yeah, but that's going to be taken inappropriately, you know? Be suave yeah. with it. I feel yeah, like exactly. if you be suave with it, she'd be like, oh, that's a nice no, color. No, that's I a nice color. That's a nice baby. Do you think it's appropriate? I if she's wearing a bathing suit, if I'm single, yes. It's all in the delivery. I would never do that to you, babe. But yeah, you can say that, you're. At, I would. That bathing suit's not wearing you. It's wor like I you're wearing your that bathing suit. Say, I love your. I love your ankles. You got yes, ankles. correct. Meanwhile, you know you ain't looking at no ankles. Well, it was I, just a movie that came out on Netflix. It's called Down, and it was actually about a guy and a girl. And they get stuck in an elevator. The whole movie's in the elevator. Really? Yeah. That would be well. I went to Publix today, and they all told me I like your dress. Well, I got the other flip side to this whole conversation you're having. So you're in an elevator with somebody else, right? With Chuck, and a guy walks into the elevator, and he's looking, and you can tell, and he's looking at you, and he says something. How do you how do you respond? I do, all the time. How would Chuck feel? It's in a whole nother conversation. <laughs> And who's going to pay the price for it when you get to the ground floor? I well, love I'm going to say walked in. I love it when they scream at the person that's being looked at and said. Right. Like somebody may say something about the hat, right? So I get accused. I mean, Masara did this to me. Oh, you know, I said, what did I do? I got in the elevator, I went up, and the lady liked my hat, and that low and goodbye. And when I walk in and out, I, out, I go, well, have a nice day. You have Happy to wear, good morning. You got to wear a, a bubble wrap. They got to cover you all up like this. 
so they can't see you and then you get to come out of the car. Say good morning. I mean, you just got to be friendly, right? If, you're, if I'm in an elevator, usually I'm on vacation. It's been a really long time. But you just got to have fun. You got to talk to people. What I'm upset about most, though, about this whole COVID thing, to be honest with you, it's affected us so much in a social way Yeah. that, you know, you get to see people and you don't, do I go in for a shake? Do I, do I go in with a bump on my elbow? Sometimes they don't even bump. They want to elbow. And it's like, it's just a weird vibe. Like, you don't know how to read them. You know, like, I don't, th and I hope it comes back that gentlemen walk into a room and say, hey, how you doing? And they shake hands. But I don't know if we're going to get back to that. Yeah, because well, I would say, like, because I, I do this with my aunts and my aunt, oh, my aunties. Like, we're from, the, we're from Haiti. We basically kiss each other on the side. So now everybody's like, and I'm so used to doing this my whole life, you know, kissing them on the side of their cheek. Only the so women, not in. the guys. It's yeah, the lean, lean in. in. What gets you to yeah, lean in? Yeah, to greet, but we can't greet like that anymore because of this whole situation. It's no. kind of like a weird, if I do see them, I'm like, oh, hey, auntie, how, how do we do it? Leg, arm. The leg. The yeah. <laughs> now, they have chains that have the sanitizer. Mm -hmm. you know, Have you seen, I've seen bracelets too. It's kind of cool. Too. So let me ask the proper. So I see Steve-O and I shake his hand and then I take the sanitizer. I know. What's the proper time? The is wait time? Is it before? Time. Is it after? Is it okay to do it during? You do the, this and you got wash it's your like hands. If Aunt Millie kissed you on the cheek and she gave you this really wet, sloppy kiss, and like how long, shower, do, how long do you have face. to wait to wipe your face when you, with Millie Aunt Millie? My Aunt Millie should not give me that kind of wet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love you, Aunt Mel, but she's she like 86. She don't even have an Aunt Mel. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name. Who the hell slobbering at your face? I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> Chuck, I'm sorry. I don't want to hear it. But no, you know when you, with no, your I family? Don't. I don't. Nobody slobbers on me. Nobody. Nobody's going to slobber. Not now, me. but ever before? Ever. Not even my dogs are allowed to slobber on me. And when did you wipe it off? If you don't have a dog. I wipe it off. I got to run to the shop. Like the, the other day, uh, Valerie sneezed in the bathroom. I mean, in the room. I ran to the bathroom and took a shower. Yeah, see, you're, you're afraid to sneeze in public. I was at the eye doctor yesterday with my daughter, and I'm in the waiting room, and I was like, and I had did one of those, you know, so I <laughs> held it in, but it's like people still are like. You did an inward sneeze? Yeah. yeah, how long do you have to wait before you hand sanitize and somebody walks in them? And I think it's now it's socially acceptable. You just have a hand sanitizer. But is that enough because there's germs in the air? Yes, it is 100% enough. What about the germs in the air? Someone sent me an article that said, People that are short are less like, and I'm sure this is just one of these crazy articles. People that are short are less likely to contract COVID. Because they're closer to the ground. Than tall people. That makes no sense yes, because why? It's opposite. Because the germs in the air stay. The germs That's the only if you're tall to tall. If you're short to short, the germs are equal <laughs> where you are. I mean, it's the silliest article. Let me tell you something. If I go over to the front door. But everything that goes up must come down. Right. That's if I, I go over to the front door and I start sneezing and fart, and then you have to walk through it. God bless you. <laughs> Double cross. Yeah, but the well, there was you an done? article about that farting. That you can get the COVID through a fart. You know, and it's like they said, uh, yeah, the smell. How is it you can right. smell it? Then it doesn't yeah. work. The mask. It's all crazy. It's all just craziness. Anyway, just be safe, everybody. We got to try that ice cream. I know it's two o'clock, Steve. No, thank no, you. We got time. We started at the quarter after. Okay, Hector. Hector, let's get the ice cream. Now, the funny thing about the He's funny thing about the Hector, wash your hands and gloves. He doesn't out. hear us though. He doesn't? Yeah, he, he's got headphones. Headphones in. <laughs> headphones so, can you do that? Because he doesn't hear us. He yeah, but headphones. I have to do a spot, so. Oh, you got to do a spot. Yeah. Okay. Vinny. 
Vinny can. Somebody, somebody go Vinny. and wear gloves so we can give out the ice cream. Of course. Um, the funny thing about all of this whole stuff that's going on around us is when you go to a restaurant, you have to keep the mask on. If you're gonna get soda or go to the bathroom, you gotta put your mask on. And then the other day, when the waitress comes over, I keep my mask on until she leaves, right? So you know they check on you. You need anything, Mr. Santo, you need. So I bring the napkin to the face, hmm. right? I also bring the napkin to the face when I'm chewing. How's that bicep going well, for you? Well, now you could buy a mask that has a straw attached to it. We so have them, uh, you know what? We've had them since March. <laughs> we got the lady that does them and it never happened. Doesn't know what happened. They got the zipper so you can eat. Did you see that one? It's so interesting concept, isn't it? It's a whole new kind of thing. But schools start, what, the end of the month? August 31st. Wow. Can so you believe? start next Monday. My wife starts on Monday. Do they have a new platform? Yeah. It's incredible. Have they now tested they, it? they created, it's funny because it's like Facebook, I guess, because it's like you create your own virtual classroom. So you create an emoji that looks like you, and then your classroom, and then there's a whiteboard, and every day you can write on the whiteboard and take notes, you know, whatever the case is. You know it could be yeah. fun if you're kind of quarantined with your spouse still this long and you're still married? Things that annoy your spouse game. And just for fun. Now the funny thing is, you see how the NBA. Thank you. You could be, you could be in. You want to grab it? You could be in the, you could be in the NBA, and they have the fans that are like three-dimensional or something. Why don't you put you some in a bowl for Steve if they want to try it? Is that what it is? And how do they get you on get there him a spoon so that they can see it. the craziness of what you're doing? For two hundred bucks, you could. I don't know if you saw the. Um, uh, the Islander game the other yours. night. But you remember that movie, <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's? Yes. Well, they took the Bernie character and made him a fan in the stand. Really? And right behind the net, there was Bernie with his glasses. <laughs> it was funny. Everybody else. Mm. We were talking mm. about. Oh, maybe Steve wants them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you know we've been in quarantine too long, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Steve, we always have fun when you're up with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Always mm-hmm. a pleasure. Always fun. <laughs> Check out Study Lounge. It is great for kids in middle school and high school. We've had a full day coming up at the Brooklyn Cafe show. We've got BYOB. We've got Jay Harmon coming in at 2.30. He should be here any minute getting ready to do his drawing class. You want to check that out on Ant Media Productions. 5.30, we're going to do a special edition of it. Oh, and there's Jay. How you doing, Jay? 7 o'clock, we've got WWNN. And 7.30, we've got Two Minute Warning with Benny Blades. And he's got a special guest. So it is National Radio Day, everyone. Tune into your favorite radio station. Give them a call just to say hi. Give us a call just to say hi. Steve-O, thank you, as always, for no joining problem. us. Thank you. Check out the Study Lounge with Holly Steamer in the Delray West Marketplace. They have a few spots open. 
get your middle school and high schooler joined in. And have a great day, everyone. Be safe, be kind to each other, and Slick, take it away. All right, this segment of the Brooklyn Cafe is brought to you by Dignity Memorial. And with Dignity Memorial, they have two free things for you guys. They have free online seminars and free scatterings. You can save up to 30% with Dignity Memorial with pre-planning as of this moment. So lock in your place with Dignity Memorial and tune in to the Brooklyn Cafe TV show tomorrow. Have a good day. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow the Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time. Just a ray of light.